Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio looks good naked. Hey, have you ever looked around your apartment at the dying pot plants on the windowsill, cords from technology past just littering your desk, and the plates of your housemate just piling up and probably attracting cockroaches, and thought to yourself, dang, I wish I had some cool geeky paraphernalia to really spice up this joint. Well, do I have the service for you. Head to geekfuel.com slash sanspants and sign up for their amazing service. Sure, they won't get your roommate to clean up after himself, but they will send you 50 bucks worth of quality, hardcore, geeky stuff each and every month from like 14 bucks. And basically just giving it away. So each box comes with a Steam game, a t-shirt, a poster, and if you sign up now, you get yourself an exclusive Star War. That's geekfuel.com slash sanspants. One more thing, our very own hauntingly beautiful Gabrielle Bergmoser has a new book coming out in March, Boone Shepherd, uh, and because he refuses to ever stop writing, he's released a prequel to that in the form of a free ebook. Uh, this is the first in a brand new ongoing series from Gabe that follows the titular Boone Shepherd, who's a journalist living in a more gothic, steampunkish version of 1960s England, who solves mysteries involving a lot of chaos and time travel. It's like Tintin meets Doctor Who meets Lemony Snicket, and they have a gross three-way. And and was was he inspired? By my fanfic, I, I thought it didn't release. Hmm. Anyway, just go to gabrielbergmoser.com slash boon-shepherd and download your free copy of The Californian Catastrophe today. All the links are in the show notes of this very episode. Hey, welcome to Movie Maintenance. The How's this, how's this intro go again? Hello and welcome to this episode of Movie Maintenance where some movies just need sequels. Today we're talking, today's film is The Santa Claus. Nailed it. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. So I... I chose the Santa Claus. Hello, oh, I'm yeah. on movie maintenance, yeah. everyone. Yeah, well, spe- welcome, Jack. I mean, you have been bugging me for like almost a year. Nobody ever lets me on this goddamn like, hey, show. I need. To, they're I like, like Jackson. Christmas. Every other show, they're like Jackson. You got to be on this one. Come time for movie maintenance. They're like, no. <laughs> have you met Gabe? <laughs> he's just so handsome. He's amazing. <laughs> no, he is pretty good though. So I want to talk. I'm the Santa Claus. Tim Allen classic. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. I, and I chose this because I've had a, well, a four-quel? 
a forequel. Fair enough. Just hang on, hang on. So the, there's there's three movies. There's the, the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. There's the Santa Claus two, the Mrs. Claus, and the Santa Claus three, the Escape Clause. Okay. So uh, and these Santa are, Claus one. So the premise of this of the yeah. film is that Santa Claus dies. Tim Allen accidentally kills Santa Claus. So Tim Allen has a bit of manslaughter on Santa Claus. Yep. Puts on his jacket and now becomes the Santa He's Claus. He's inducted into the. All right. It's a, like, I guess, a curse, basically. So the Santa Claus curse is... So that's what Tim Allen had in the first one. In the first one. In the second one, uh-huh. they discover that there's a second clause to the Santa Claus because it's C-L-A-U-S-C. Yeah, it's a clause, like a legal play. clause, not so a... It's not a curse, it's, it's a not, clause. It's, yeah, he's not, it's not Tim Allen's the Santa Claus. <laughs> it's Tim Allen's the Santa Claus. Uh, and the second clause is that he has to find a wife. Okay. So that he can remain Santa. Because uh-huh. he, he, a big part of the first film, because I've only seen the first one, it was mm. that he was getting divorced or had been divorced. It's yeah. a different woman. So, so he doesn't hook up with his. No. All right, so he's no. Sorry, so the, so he finds a new wife. Finds a new wife. Well done. Good on you, Tim Allen. Uh, and then in the third one, the escape clause, which uh-huh. I must admit I've never seen, um, because who, who cares? has time? Uh, who has time for that film? <laughs> I, like, even though it's a franchise, I have quite a lot of time for. I don't have time for that one. Okay. Um, but the it, that is the escape clause where I think uh, he gets you, t- yeah, basically you know track what it's about? four. He's like, hey, I'm tired of being uh-huh. me. Somebody give me an out. Somebody, Jack Frost, in this instance, gives him an out. And then it's a whole... Oh, Martin Short's in that. Yeah, he plays Jack Frost. Yeah, so let's see. Santa, a.k.a. Scott Calvin, is faced with double duty, how to keep his new family happy and how to stop Jack Frost from taking over Christmas. Because mm. mm. Jack Frost doesn't have Christmas. Wow, what does Jack Frost have? I, I nothing. He's just he's part of that like pantheon <laughs> of holiday figures, but like not in a good way. All right, okay. But so, what I wanted yes. to talk about before I get into, oh hey, is your dad? My dad's here. We're recording at my house today. Hey, Papa, come on in. Oh. What's up? Are you doing this sh- our show? Or are you doing your show? <laughs> yeah, we're doing yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we were just doing it's just good business without you and Ryder. No, we're recording uh, Movie Maintenance, which is another show. I think it's Zamet is gets money. <laughs> I Good. think we split it evenly. <laughs> is that a new machine? Yeah. This one, yeah, that's oh, a new machine, new stands. I know. Wow. Look at us going up, up in the world. Nice. It's like professional now. I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Tell me when you're doing the yeah, other we will. We'll, 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 we'll go grab you. Bad, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Dad. <laughs> Professional. That's that's the dream. Sans he pants he was holding a Sans Pants mug. He that was holding true. my Sans Pants mug. It's all part of the same. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about, <clears throat> and I thought that Tim Allen's The Santa Claus was a good catalyst for it, is mm. the death of the innocent Christmas film. So I, I want you to... Tell me the last Christmas film you remember that didn't have an air of cynicism about it whatsoever. An air and didn't have shit. Didn't no cynicism whatsoever. This is just a film about Ooh. how good Christmas is. I think it's Elf. I was going to say Elf, but even that is an ounce of cynicism in it. Like he in the in the turning point, like in the, almost in the third act, he he, try, he goes to jump off a bridge. But then in the <laughs> like end, there is cynicism. Christmas wins though. Oh, Christmas does win, but there is still a. a well, I mean, a, I, I mean, maybe an air of cynicism was the wrong way to put it. What I meant is that. I feel like the Christmas films that we got in the 90s and the mm. 80s um, and even the early 2000s, they yeah. were like, they, 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 what am I trying to say? Like, the, okay, so the Christmas films we get these days are like mm. Fred Claus. Mm. Like, 
Vince Vaughn is Santa Claus's brother, and he's not very good. Yeah. And it's kind of like, lol. Look how great Christmas he is, is, is yeah. like. I'm pointing out the the hassle of it. You know, your films like Christmas with the Cranks. Your films oh, like because yeah, um Paul Giamatti, he's the Santa Claus in the Frank mm. Claus, and he's just like, oh my God, Fred, you don't you don't even know yeah. how busy being goddamn Santa is. You, exactly, you, you lazy piece of shit. And and I think that's such a shame because I think a Christmas film is like this special genre of movie mm. that I actually don't think exists anymore. Four holidays. No, Four Holidays is again, well, I mean, one, it's kind of like more of a rom-com than a Christmas film. But again, I think it's like, oh, Christmas is a hassle for families. No, it wasn't. It was, wait, what's the one with uh, Jack Black and Rachel Okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I know that one existed. Is that Four Christmas? It sounds sounds Uh, right. Four Holiday? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's really nice. I think that one... Actually, caught that on the on the on the TV one day. It's like this is kind of nice. Oh, okay, um, like Christmas isn't shit. People are shit, and they just have a lovely time. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, but when did that come out? Like two thousand four? Maybe. Yeah, I think two thousand four. Yeah, Dusha isn't here to. Dusha isn't here to fact check. Fact like check twenty me. minutes after we've yeah. asked the question, so <laughs> we'll never some, know. Or with some films, just goes into his mind palace and just pulls the date out. <laughs> exactly. But I realize he just has it. He's very wrong sometimes, but none of us care enough no, to correct no, him. No, no, none of us. We're all just like, okay, sure. he cares more to more. It matters more to you, douche, than it does to us. <laughs> so, yes. So, enjoy. <laughs> but I don't think, since maybe Four Holidays, and I think mm. Elf was about 2003, I want to say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe past 2005. I don't think we've had an innocent, just good time yeah, kids film. Like Jack Frost. Mm. Like, not, not in short Jack Frost, but there was that animated one, Jack oh, Frost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never saw it. And it did seem, though, it was like, again, now hassles everything. Is, exactly. And, and of... like, even, you know, um, like, for instance, there was that film, what was it called? Rise of the Guardians that came out. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah that did have Jack Frost in it. But they were, like, treating it like a superhero film. Yeah. That wasn't, like, an, a 90s Christmas film. Films that are super close to my heart. Oh, my God. Home Alone 1 and 2. <laughs> Santa Claus 1 and 2. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Polar Express. Polar Express. Even The Grinch. Mm. Like, these are movies that just, like... Exist for the joy of Christmas. That's true. And I think that maybe we're like too cynical a group of people. Maybe it's because I'm not a kid anymore mm. and I'm not watching kids' movies. Yeah. But it seems like everyone that comes out has a bit of like, oh man, it's a hard fucking concept to, to posit. Mm-hmm. So in the Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. Christmas is great. Okay. And everybody's just, like, sick. And Christmas exists as, like, this happy, pleasant thing. Yeah. And sort of that's that. Any, like, negative stuff is people trying to stop Christmas or people who are, like, getting in the way of Christmas. <laughs> like, you don't fucking stop Christmas. You, Christmas this is Christmas fucking... train is fucking going <laughs> yeah, on time. You say, <laughs> Christmas is a runaway steam train. <laughs> you better not fucking get in the way. Don't you goddamn dare. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I don't know. I just think that the films that come out these days that are, are about Christmas tend to have this, like... It, it, they don't seem to have the innocence or like the the naivety maybe that the okay. that the, the, the sort of old nineties Christmas films did. Okay. However, all right, my Santa Claus for call. <laughs> um, you know, I like having said all that is kind of like everything that I've been talking against, but in a good way, because no, like hear me out, because this is another thing. It's weird when a movie franchise that people enjoyed when they were kids mm. is rebooted or like gets a sequel years down the track and is still pitched at kids. Yeah. Look, I mean, uh, that has been discussed sort of a lot 
when we discuss like the prequels yeah. of Star Wars, and we're like, hey, who is this really aimed at? Same thing with like the Hobbit, and it's kind of like again, who is this aimed at? Even though it's a, it's a prequel to a, a, fil- a beloved yeah. film trilogy that came out, or even shit like the like aliens and that kind of stuff, where they kind of dumb it down, where it's like, no, 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 the fans of these have grown up exactly, and they're- so they're af- after and asking for a more sophisticated film, and I think it's so much more like. Um- uh, sort of like uh, what 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 what's the word like? Um, not shocking, but like jarring. That's what mm. I'm looking for. When it's a kids' film, like the <clears throat> Peanuts movie that's coming out. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe that'll be amazing. But all the trailers make it seem like it's like made for children, which I get. But the kids that are watching that movie aren't kids that know what Peanuts is. No, I mean the only thing that I can think of that was really good at knowing who that target audience was to include kids as well though was the Simpsons movie when that came out yeah exactly because that was like look but then and I the guess Simpsons the Simpsons is kind always, of an institution and you know the, what the I mean? Simpsons have always done that with it's like yeah we're aimed at kids but also here are a bunch of jokes exactly. that adults and teens are going to exactly. get so yeah, yeah it is that sort of um, I'm trying to think of other films like kids films that have come out and been aimed at children even though the people uh, Mr. Pe- Peabody and Mr. Sherman Oh, yeah. That was a fucking cartoon from, like, the 80s. Yeah. And they're like, remake it for kids of today. Why? And it bombed because people were like, who? Yeah, even, I mean... <laughs> that's got a really the, hard fucking concept And this is pitch. the weirdest thing that I'm going to come to the to the defense of Transformers, so shit. Yeah, I, I um, was about to come to the defense of Ninja Turtles, so, like... Oh, in that same wheelhouse. Yeah, right? But you're right, at least... Michael Bay knows what yeah. he's doing. See, it, exactly, it's like... These were kid films. These were toy films, yeah. really. But they were there to make sell toys back in the 80s. And people cherished and loved them and had this sort of uh, sense of um, idea of what they were. And he didn't make kid films. No. Like, look at what they are. And yes, we can argue that they're trash. But they're action films. Exactly. And there's sex appeal, mm-hmm. like with Megan Fox. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. She's well, in like the first Gale? two. And no, then Megan they just Gale's like, the, the kind of of moved yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, and then the other... Woman in four? No, I don't know how many there are. Five? Whatever. Who cares? Um, Found out they're making a new Ice Age today. What? Why? We're done. Move on. Like, same cast? Yeah. Man, has Ray Romano made more from the Ice Age? I hope so. Like, (laughs) than any institution than everyone loves Raymond? I hope so. It's better. He must be rolling in the money. That that fucking sweet, hot mammoth money. Like, the mammoth money, but then also the syndication money. Yeah. Like, I can't even turn on the TV without like but seeing at least three Raymond episodes of on. Everyone Loves Raymond. I saw the finale of that show again. Fuck, it is retarded. Yeah. So, Ray nearly dies. Good. All right, he's out Ow. for like five minutes. He gets sick. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. He's out for like five minutes. He dies for five minutes in the operating table, but it's like not even a stress. Okay. Right? That seems like it would be a stress. It's, it's like, maybe it's not even, maybe it's like a minute. All right. Anyway, he's in bed with Deborah. Mm. Deborah gives him like a swimsuit magazine. Mm. He's eating ice cream with chocolate on it, being like, oh, ho, ho, I'm Raymond. Ma. And mm. then um, Frank and Marie, uh, Marie doesn't know that Ray was like out for mm-hmm. a minute. And Frank accidentally lets it slip. Marie like runs over to Ray's house, gets in bed with him and Deborah, who are about to fuck. Because I don't know. Cause, then they're like, like, I mean, after um, like surgery and almost dying. I mean, you guess you'd want to fuck. I think Deborah's just like, oh my God, because she knows he nearly died. Anyway, everyone leaves. They, they're they like, yeah, you nearly died. Everybody pretty much goes around in a circle and is like, Ray, we love you. Uh-huh. Everybody leaves except Ray and Deb. Ray's just got like this weird expression on his face. Deborah's like, why? What do you, what do you, what do you, what's that face mean? And he's like, you like me. 
She's like, of course I do. And then, it's going to be really hard to explain on air, but Ray, like, does the heart thing with his hands, facing yeah. away from Deborah. Uh-huh. And he's like, gets this look on his face, like he's sheepish and and slow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, and he kind of, like, points with his finger at her, like, does a heart and point at her, and she's like, you like me too. And you're like, what kind of a man? <laughs> See... A good ender. What does that like, mean? A good ender for that, to me, just a very a little, a little snippet of movie maintenance for fucking everyone loves Raymond having never seen that thing is good. is the Raymond being like, you like me, and then Deborah being like, no, Raymond, I love you, credits. Ah, perfect. Not heart-shaped pointing. Like doing at- weird little hearts like he didn't, like he was so emotionally stunted that he couldn't actually say I love you to well, his wife. Yeah, like you like me, and then she going, I love you. Or like, of course, Raymond, I love you. Or even, and then Raymond being like, I love you too, Deborah. Or something like that. Incredible. Ray should nice. have died on the operating table. He should have. And then the family should have gathered together and been like, Why we Man, love him? We loved Rayman. <laughs> <laughs> we loved Rayman. <laughs> Just missed. <laughs> Man, I loved Rayman. He <laughs> was too. a good Italian dad. <laughs> I did love Rayman. It was a good game. Uh, well, uh, Rayman 2, The Great Escape. That oh, game's man. fucking sick. On the 64, though? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I'm sure I've said it thousands of times. That's like one of the most ported games in existence. There are like, it came out on Dreamcast, PlayStation Whoa. 1, PlayStation 2, wow. Nintendo, PC, and like two other consoles. Yeah, it's a good game. It's great, but mm-hmm. like, the fuck? Yeah, anyway, the fuck? Anyway, that's Everybody Loves Raymond. All right. Why the fuck were we talking about that? I don't know. Bayform? Ice Ages? Transformers? Uh, Ice Age, there you go. There you go. Anyway, but yes. Yes, Transformers. Transformers. That at least was like our audience have grown up, mm. so we're not going to make a kid's film. They and, are and adults so, now, so we're going to make... I mean, and, I mean granted, like uh, Bayformers and mm. Banger Turtles mm-hmm. <laughs> are like aimed at like 14, 15-year-olds, yeah. but... It's it's a modern film. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's made with this understanding that and it is weird to say that Transformers was made with the knowledge of like its fan base because it doesn't feel like it was. No, it wasn't. It was sort of well, at least it sort of tried to get okay, we're not making the same thing. We're not making mm. a kids film. We're actually making it older, but then they were like, "Hey, maybe the 14, like, oh, 14-year-old also to the 30-year-old." <laughs> yeah. That. Well, they, yeah, and it, mm. like, because if you think about it, the original Ninja Turtle films mm. with like the gross puppets, oh, yeah. who like, I can imagine had I watched that show as a child, those movies would have like maybe traumatized me. <laughs> like they're just so watched disturbing. It, watched it recently within like the last five years. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like, the well, first one's like spot on. Like it's still good. But like that's ostensibly a children's film. Yes, you know what I mean. And yeah, if, it's if, rad. There's nineties people are skateboarding. Exactly. It's very gnarly. And if they'd made that same. Like, if they'd done that again for mm. 2015 mm. or 14, I forget when it was released. Mm. I don't fucking know. Neither. It would it would have tanked, just like they always do, because yeah. kids would be like, who are the Ninja Turtles? Exactly. And I think that, although there is a cartoon with the Ninja Turtles, because they they, that's the thing, they, I think they keep rebooting the like, Oh, yeah, like actually, there was cartoon. a movie in, like, 2007, and Apparently, that was a very good, if you're a Turtles fan of that particular genre. But, yeah. I mean, you're right. They, they need to sort of realise... Who is going to see this and may really pitch at that? So it's like, yeah, again, as I said, a more sophisticated film exactly. might be needed. And I've always liked this idea mm. of taking films that people watched as kids. Mm-hmm. And when you, and I mean, children's films. And when you watch these children's films, you're watching them with the naivety of a child. So yeah. you're watching this film and you're like, sick stuff's happening. And then when you become a jaded 
20 something mm. like us you start to pick at it and you start to find all of those weird little threads and you're like actually because of the events of this movie this like the this should be happening this should be happening that should be happening and i've always thought that that's man i want to watch like like the floppies again like those floppy dogs what the fuck is the what i think it was called the floppies but they were basically i think i've never haven't seen this since i was a child and i'm just mm. getting flashes now the but they were dogs that could talk okay and i think if you patted them they became magic and maybe they could travel like through interdimensions it sounds like a fever dream i'm just <laughs> little, being like a 10 year old zamet like in the fucking heady midst of a flu just being like <laughs> yeah, floppies, floppies, floppy dogs i gotta pat them so get to another dimension it's great but you're right. Now I need to go home and watch the floppies. I think I found it once on YouTube, but then just didn't bother watching it. Well, like, like Airbud. Yeah. Like Airbud is a dog that over the course of seven films is the best at football, soccer, tennis, badminton. Mm. Um, and then has basketball. a whole litter, doesn't it? Has a litter of magic kids. What's the film where it's Matt LeBlanc and a chimp and they play baseball and they're oh. like, it's like a, there's no rule here to say that a chimp can't play baseball. So. You're right. Like you start put, like thinking, like, well, in that case, could I have a zebra? Could I yeah. have a goddamn giraffe? No, nah, elephant. There's my shortstop. Good, <laughs> done. Exactly. Whole field. Blue whale. Drop it on. I win. Like, no well, people no and rule. a whale have died today because of you. <laughs> and yeah, I always think that the, when you know, so, so were they were they to remake Airbud today? Mm. And instead of getting, oh, look, it's a dog and he can do basketball super good. Yeah. Or, no, basketball was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> that they should do a film because, the, again, the kids who watch would it would be pitched to are not the kids that know who Airbud is. Mm. They might know who the Air Buddies are. That's Airbud's yeah. kids. They go and save Santa and fight Martians and go to space. It's a whole time. Um, you should do a film where, like, a, about, like, a government officials being, like, what is that dog? <laughs> you know, like this whole thing where it's like, oh, we have to protect the dog because mm. it's clearly something special. And yeah, almost play it straight, like too exactly. straight. Because that's Which the kind of thing that your jaded 20-something, 30-something audience is going to enjoy. Yeah. We're going to be like, yes, Airbud was ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, and they, they, could, they could play it really well because, again, you, you very much make it a very straight film, mm. but it is very tongue-in-cheek and it is a comedy. Exactly. But like it's, a, it's almost like a comedy for the straight man, if yeah. that makes sense. You want to know a film franchise that actually did that super well, now that I think about it? The Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah? Both those movies were just like, lol, remember how fucking dumb Scooby-Doo was? Yeah. The enemy, like the bad guy yes. of the first one is Scrappy-Doo, Scrappy. because everyone hates Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. So, like, when you're watching that, you there's, like, so many extra layers for a fan mm. um, that you probably wouldn't pick up on as just, like, a, a cat. And they knew that, and they kind of did that on purpose, and I think that's nice. Mm. They kind of poked fun at the tropes of... Yeah, it'd be like making a Ben 10 film. And, mm. like, again, I'm not that age group, but it'd be like making that now, and the people who grew up with Ben 10 are t- mid-20s now. Yeah. Or 20-year-old sort of thing. Same thing with like Digimon or even Pokemon, shit like that. Mm, like exactly, y- and like y- they kind of have grown up, and it's like they still have these sort of attachments and. Well, they still, of, of course, they they love the franchise. Yeah, you know, and so it'd be nice to be like, hey, maybe something a little bit older, f- in the same universe, same ballpark. Exactly, but aimed but at us. it's aimed at it's aimed at you. I think Harry Potter did it really well as well. Yeah, the very first Harry Potter, like book and movie, is yeah. a kids' film, and the last one is not, not. because they're like, well, you're not a kid anymore, exactly. so like. 
And that was good. Yeah, you're right. Rowling, the, the, you know, kudos to her for what she did, which is like in each single book, she aged Harry and with it, the audience also aged as well. Exactly. And that's why, you know, you got to you know, Harry going on dates with Cho and people like that. And I remember reading somewhere that people got really pissed off that, like, you know, like, you're ruining Harry's innocence. And it's like, no, he's just growing up. He's, he's being a teen. Exactly. He's, he's putting things when inside another like, thing. It's good times. Everybody's getting sweaty and, like, oh, greasy. It's oh, good. No. Greasy. No. Uh, um, but, like... Oh, man, Ron would have just been just covered. Guys. Ugh. Like, not film Ron, but, like... Book, book run? run, I would just imagine just acne. Oh, yes, same. Covered. Like, that f- book run was, like, so much worse off than yeah. film run. Yeah. yeah, greasy, acne riddled. Just a gross time. Mm-hmm. So, no haircuts. Yes, good. Santa Claus. So, the Santa Claus. So, I'm calling my Santa Claus forkwool, mm-hmm. fourth quill, the revenge clause. All right. Okay. And I, I want to do that thing where you've, you've taken a, a, a film that people loved as kids mm-hmm. and you're kind of like exploring the ramifications of it. Mm-hmm. So in the Santa Claus one, um, Scott Calvin, Tim Allen, mm-hmm. he's divorced from his wife. Mm-hmm. And his wife has met this new guy whose name escapes me. If you can look that it's, up. It's, it's, Car- it's played by Carrie Yules, or am I thinking of um, fucking? See what am I thinking of? No, I'm thinking of the claws gonna get you. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But he fills a pretty similar role. Uh, uh, Doctor Neil Miller, yeah, Judge Neil Reinhold, Mi- yeah, Neil Neil Miller. That's the one. All right. So Neil Miller is um, Scott Calvin, Tim Allen's wife's new new boyfriend, mm-hmm. and over the course of the first at least two films, I'm not seeing the third, but presumably he just gets shot on. The whole time. He just gets fucked on hard. In the first one, he's like, there's no Santa. we got to stop our five-year-old kid believing in Santa. Well, I just want to point out, in the first one, he's credited as, like, Dr. Neil Miller. In the third one, Neil Miller. What's that <laughs> about? doctor it somewhere along the way. <laughs> uh, but, like, Tim Allen is a jerk to him the entire time, before he's Santa, whilst he's Santa. Yeah. Um, the kid hates him. The wife clearly is still like, look, Scott Calvin... You know, I've got a lot of feelings for you still. And poor Neil is just there getting shot on throughout the first two films. Uh Um, And I think, like, even, you know, like, it's worse for him because he's like, hey, kid, there's no Santa. And he's like, look, uh, you know, we got to actually stop this kid believing in Santa. He, like, spends money on it. He takes him to (laughs) fucking psychiatrists. He does the whole thing. And then Tim Allen's like, hey... I was, I was Santa. Like, he's, he's real. You fucked up, Neil. Yeah, so completely undermines Neil's any sense of authority. Oh, exactly. Or... Like, as a father, yeah. as like, or, or a father figure, Neil's got nothing. Yeah. Right, and then in the second one, which uh, Tim Allen's son from the first one, he's like a teenager and he hates Christmas now because oh, no. his dad just abandoned him to go to the North Pole. And so they're reconnecting. And there's, like, this stuff where, like, Neil and him are, like, really getting along. But then Tim Allen swoops in again and is like, hey... Your dad who's Santa, and his, the son's like, oh, I love you, dad, yay, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, emasculates poor Dr. <laughs> Neil and leaves him in the dust. Okay, so this is how my film, The Revenge, Santa Claus 4, The Revenge Clause opens. Okay. okay. It's uh, a house. It's nighttime. It's just like a typical suburban house, mm-hmm. you know? There's uh, like maybe you have along the garden path, like little paper cut out Easter eggs. And on the screen, like in little like on-screen text, it says like Easter, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, whatever the date of Easter is, I don't fucking know. <clears throat> and then you see like this, 
this figure and he's like hopping and he's like a big bunny, you know, because within the world of the Santa Claus, all of the holiday figures exist as actual people, presumably under the same curse <laughs> slash clause. Well, I think you're right because, well, they've got Fro- Jack Frost. He's, yeah, yeah, he's exactly. He's around. I think Mother Gaia is in charge of the lot of them. Right. Um, and I think, you know, Father Time is is there as well. I All think right. so is the, the Tooth Fairy. So anyway, you get this, there's like this big figure in the shadows, this rabbit. And he's like a giant rabbit and he's hopping. He's got a basket full of eggs. And he's hopping up to the front door. And as he hops, you know, he throws a couple of eggs, a couple of eggs. And he gets to the front door and then you see like a little red dot appear on the back of his head. <laughs> and then it's just like this. <laughs> and the camera pans around and there's Neil with a sniper rifle. <laughs> Killing the Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny's dead. Blood on the on the fucking grass. Neil blood goes on over, the eggs. Yeah, yeah. Egg, blood on the chocolate. And then you get that like the 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 fucking classic Santa Claus music that's like. Just imagine that poster of like the Easter Bunny, like like dead and blood and like a basket, a clutch basket, just like eggs just sprawled out and it's just like like blood and chocolate mixing together and like sort of like like you know it's like the revenge clause and like. Uh, this time the holiday seasons are dangerous or some yeah, shit yeah, like so that. something like that <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah but then you get like that classic like which is like the the fucking santa claus music which is really creepy music for a franchise that is by danny elfman yeah i think so but it's like it's like it's it's very strange but that whilst neil gets out of the bushes and he's dressed full like gorilla like he's got you know fucking uh face all blacked up Mm-hmm. Skin, you know, skin form-fitting mm-hmm. suit goes up and he just starts skinning the Easter Bunny, <laughs> just like knife in the back, <laughs> fucking throat to butthole. Skins the Easter Bunny, leaves a gross pink rabbit corpse, which then fades away into magic, and then he just chucks the skin on and gets the Easter Bunny's powers, <laughs> and he goes through a similar transformation like the one we saw Scott Calvin go through. Uh huh. Uh huh. But like. Scott Calvin went through it, he didn't believe it, and he was a good person at heart. Mm. Neil is a bitter, <laughs> twisted man. <laughs> so when, like, the little baby chickens or little rabbits come up and they're like, oh, you're the new Easter Bunny, he's like, good. And they lead him to the Easter Bunny's lair. Now, I don't know what this would look like mm. because there's nothing in, like, folklore about where the Easter Bunny lives. He just turns up on Easter. Yeah, like a burrow or something. Yeah, shit, like I was going to say, let's say for the sake of argument, it's like this huge... Brightly coloured, Easter coloured, like, you know, lots of uh, dots. Oh, and yeah, like pattern, exactly. like bright colours. And it's also like a bit of a chocolate factory. So you oh, have yeah, like big little, vats yep. of chocolate, that kind, kind of Wonka-esque thing. sort of... Exactly. Yeah. And then through some like maybe expositional dialogue, whatever, you you finally, you come to understand that Neil, he's he's like, I'm going to abuse the same magic that created Santa Claus out mm. of Scott Calvin to get my sweet revenge on Scott Calvin. All right, because you could have this is Neil to be almost looking through the contracts and shit to, lo- to know exactly what he has to do mm. to get everything because clearly San- like, Tim Allen... He's uh, bound by specific rules. He's bound by rules, specific yeah. rules, but like, him not knowing those rules kind of fucked him in the ass a bit because he's like, oh, i got to get a wife. No, yeah, i got to do God this. damn it. So yeah, fucking Neil taking like the document, the big yeah. ridiculous swirly like thing document, just rolling it up whilst the little like rabbit helpers are like, what are you doing? Where are you taking that? And he yeah. just puts it in a bag and like goes to a actual like lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, anyway, here's the document. Read through it. Read through it. Tell me what I have to do. Yeah. Um, Because, and, and, and uh, I, I think... 
you you kind of because you're right. There, there was like this transformation that Tim Allen went through. Mm. So Tim Allen, he didn't immediately become Santa. Like he gained a big belly. Yeah, you know what I mean. He got a big beard. But like that was a shock for Tim Allen. Mm. So it'd be super fun to have the reverse where like, you know, Neil wakes up in the morning, looks in the mirror, and he's got like big buck rabbit yeah. teeth, and he's like, good. good. <laughs> like one ear starts a bit yeah. bigger than the other. Finally, he's like, finally. And then like I think it's probably good at this point start to like show how much his life has fallen apart. So you want to like imply that this is maybe taking place like, you know, 10 years down the track, five yep. years down the track, maybe five. Let's not go too far. Too far. And you want to like, he's living at home. He doesn't see his wife anymore. They're divorced again. She's back with Scott Calvin. <laughs> Poor Mrs. Claus from two. Oh, well, she was like, she, she's fine. <laughs> Getting, becoming Mrs. Claus is a bomb deal. Nobody wants it. <laughs> Whatever, Santa Claus, he's married. Maybe he's married again. He's, 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 a, he's a bigamist. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's having a good time. But you just want it to be like, Neil cannot compete with Santa. True. No human being can compete for the love of anyone <laughs> against Santa that Claus. That's very true. So you want to you want to kind of like show that Neil is like just super embittered, living a super sad life, right? Yeah, yeah, like you know, sitting down TV dinners, that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Like TV like, dinners, but like he's he got that big rabbit body yeah. just like eating I don't know, oh, gross. gross, unpleasant microwave curry. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, you know, throwing to the TV is particularly if it's around Christmas or like, you know, because whenever you could set this, you could set this before Christmas. Yeah. So this is like Neil planning it. And like, you know, there's that big thing where Christmas keeps happening earlier and earlier. Oh, like, in, in, in you know, now it's sort of you hit. Middle of November, even early in the first week of November, yeah. it's like Christmas time, Christmas like, carols, really? even that kind of shit, like on TV. And he's like, "It's November, <laughs> goddamn it! <laughs> yeah. It's fucking November." You know, even October, I think. You know, it's yeah. even more ridiculous. Exactly. Go yeah. like full, full on with it, and then you want it because in the second one they have this. Uh, <gasps> no, like yeah, when when, when is Easter? Because I'm like, you know, like Christmas in July. It's like, it's oh, God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real fucking yes. salty with it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are the, I guess that's something that we, like, you'd need to establish in the films. Mm. What are the um, requirements of being the Easter bunny? Well, exactly. Like what, I mean, like Santa, he has to, you know, look over the workshop. Mm-hmm. So I, I suppose Neil would have to like look over the, the fucking chocolatier place. Yeah, he's probably got to make chocolate. Um because there's always that joke where like, he's like, shit, fucking... It would be funny to have Neil be like, shit, what eggs. the fuck is this? This is unexpected. <laughs> um, man, you could make that such a... Like, that's going like a bit bit far, but man, would that be a disturbing scene. Yeah. Imagine seeing a bunch of chocolate eggs in like a public toilet. That's foul. Yeah, that that would be very foul. Yes, like, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, just a disturbing. That's probably a bit far. Yeah. Like, that's just taking it so to... So yeah, a, what would he... I mean, he's just got to maybe hide, the, hide stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe he just starts producing eggs. Maybe he just like the same way Tim Allen gets a big beard. He just gets like a like a basket attached to his yeah, hand yeah. that he can't get rid I mean, of and summon eggs, some shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Or it's kind of like oh, even something like. So I'm guessing his help is a tiny, tiny rabbit. Or something yeah, that's like kind that. of what I was meant. Tiny rabbits and little baby chickens. I don't so, know why, but that's just in my yeah, head. What sense. Easter Bunny has. So what he could do is something like. <clears throat> The eggs just keep like these chocolate eggs just keep filling up his the burrow, yeah. and they're like you, you need to get rid of them. 
that's the that's the problem like you know it's like they magically appear and he has to get rid of them like <laughs> yeah. maybe something like that so like he's like mm, right. he has yeah. to sort of do that because i think you want to imply that he is absolutely bound by these like it's it's not physically damaging but he kind of like can't help it because i know in the santa claus tim allen just starts like eating cookies and milk and just fucking loving it like he's yeah. just he can't get enough of it yeah. uh, so it is like a it changes you mentally, it does, it becoming a, a holiday being. But yeah, in, in, so in number two, they have this meeting of mm-hmm. the holiday being. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Things where they discuss, like, what are we new doing? and old business, I guess. All right. All right. So I'm sure that when the Easter Bunny dies, like, they all find out. Oh, yeah. Because you could even have the meeting and the Easter Bunny isn't there. Like, mm. Where's the Easter Bunny? Exactly. Be people being like, what the fuck has happened? Because, you know, we heard we have a new one. Mm, yeah, Something yeah. Something happened but... to Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> Where the hell is he? And then maybe they send somebody to check on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, I, I, I imagine somebody, like maybe the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah. You know, something. Because you want to... Basically, the plot of this movie is Neil going and collecting the abilities of all of the holiday beings. Oh, because fuck. you can. You, you have in the borough him being like sorting out shit that he has to, then he's knocking the door like, the hell is that? Yeah. What? Goes out and it's like, the Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy's like, hey, you're the new Easter Bunny. He's we like, have a meeting. Or even just like, what are you, what's this? Like, oh, you're new. Oh. Like, oh, had happened. Like, last time it happened, you know, Easter Bunny hit by a car. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's even like a joke because... I'm guessing everyone expects them to get replaced somehow. So they all know about the curse yeah, yeah. slash clause. So kind of be like them thinking that, oh, this person is just by happenstance oh, yeah, became you're, the you're bunny. Oh, yeah, right. Like being so like, like, oh, look, this is probably pretty confusing to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then be like, oh, so, so who are you? Oh, I'm the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah, hang on, hang on a second. And you just reach for like a, like a bowie knife and you just... <laughs> yeah. Rip off their wings. I almost want it to be just a gun. Because just having the Tooth Fairy with like this big smile on her face and then there's just like a gunshot. <laughs> and she just crumples. And you're like, maybe... I don't know what the Tooth Fairy wears. Wings. Wings. Let's go with wings. Just takes them off, puts them on his back. And then like he's got to turn around. And because I think up until then, like the, the Easter Bunny's yeah, helpers are say, like... The, the little, little buddies like... They're just like, 
Oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> so his end goal is killing Santa. Of course. Becoming of course. Santa. Because that's that's what he wants. In his head, he's like, then I'll get everybody back. Yeah. Then everyone will love everyone me will instead of loving yeah. fucking Scott because, Calvin. Because I'll be the greatest. I'll be Santa. So he's got to work his way through everybody else. And also, then you need to sort of check in on Scott Calvin, on Santa. Mm. Because once they find out who it is, everybody knows that Neil has this connection to Tim mm. Allen or to Scott Calvin. So it's kind of going to be his responsibility. Yeah. Um, you could even maybe have like Neil, like the, Tim Allen's wife and kid being like, what? have you seen Neil? Like he's completely gone AWOL. Like he, you know, maybe oh, I had yeah. to go and meet him, but he's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Have maybe Tim Allen putting two and two together, being like, holy shit, I gotta go stop this guy. And then you could almost make the film kind of like Seven. You know the movie <laughs> yes, Seven? <I> do. <laughs> like almost like a great detective movie with Tim Allen like going to the, like, the borough yeah. and it's just like, Filled with chocolate that's just like melted everywhere. Neil nowhere to be seen, and just like the clothes of the of the tooth fairy that weren't the wings, just lying there, and he's like the blood stain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to like piece together. You got you got to look in your face because I'm just trying to think. When does the claws kick in? Because there'd be like you know, a couple weeks grace period mm. before it just starts controlling you that you are compelled to do certain things. Yeah, that's like true. In, in the sequel. It's like he was complete. He had to get a wife, or he would die. Mm, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so that that, but you know, that was like a long period of time. That was like maybe a year. So so, I think maybe even have yeah, him realizing that there's going to be a point where he's compelled to do these things. But until then, we're fucked. Yeah, that's true. There's like, going to be a point where he's like bound by the magic of Easter. Yeah. So and the tooth fairy. But at the moment, he's like a free agent. He's can do what he fucking wants exactly like he's and and also there's like this idea he's like we have like a grace period Mm. as people trying to stop neil of like a year Mm. you know like we've got to get him in this period of time or Mm. yeah we're screwed Mm. um so actually it's it's, you got to give him a period of time or else then he's bound to these things and then we're kind of a bit more in the clear oh yeah that's true so it's kind of he yeah he maybe santa claus tim (laughs) allen uh, uh, comes at realization of being like He's on a mission, and it's going to take him... A, we need to be prepared, because yeah. he's coming for us. But I think what would be really interesting as well is that Tim Allen's... I nearly said Tim Allen's Scott Calvin Santa Claus. <laughs> Fuck. Tim Allen's Santa. Yeah. He's not, like, a great guy. No. Like, even in the Santa Claus films, he's pretty selfish. Yeah. He, like, keeps learning lessons, but never really... Like, mm. They never stick. So you could even have this, like, Scott Calvin being, like, He's going to come get me. Mm. And just trying to like shirk or like maybe just be like, I want out. I want oh, out. That's I can't. True. Trying like, to even. Yeah. Like, or, or even it's going to come. I got to go into hiding mm. and like sort of protect himself. But not. But meanwhile, fucking yeah. Neil's killing all the others. You could even maybe. I mean, depending on how far you wanted to go with it. How about this for an idea? Mm. He, Tim Allen's like, he's going to kill me. Right. <clears throat> he's going to kill me. But he's actually just looking for Santa. I can get rid of Santa. Like, if he just gives his clothes to someone, does that still work? Or do we even go, like, like fucked up with it where he's like, I know that if I get shot in the brain in the right way, or if I'm dead for, like, a second, does that still work? If my heart stops and somebody takes my jacket, 
Am I done? Am I done as being Santa? <laughs> Is that me? It's like... <sighs> Here's some twisted shit. Yeah, right? good. I'm in. Okay, so that, but... The only person that grabs it or the person that's nearest or someone that is his son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, he just sets up his son to get fucked by Neil. Exactly. Because oh. you've had, like, throughout all the films, this idea that, like, he's not a great dad to mm. his kid. Yeah. Or that's not his master plan. That just happens by circumstances mm. where, you know. Maybe, like, he, he organizes with somebody else. Maybe, like, at the start you establish. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, a... Like a, a suicidal person <laughs> somebody whose life's just fucked that tim allen knows when he's not being yeah. santa and he's like look yeah i can i, I, I can offer you an amazing job mm. you know i can offer you an amazing purpose in life mm. you'll make thousands of children's happy mm. children happy mm. he does it the guy's like he, he you know he's like okay i'm gonna inject myself with what there's like a thing that can stop your heart for a bit it's yeah, like an intense yeah, fucking yeah, drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, I'm going to do it. My heart's going to stop. You have to take it off me within the minute. <laughs> and he doesn't. And the guy's like, no, no, no. And he freaks out. And his son's there. And his son's like, somebody's got to take the jacket and just mm. chucks it on. Yeah. Because then you've got Tim Allen as a man, just as like a human being yeah. trying to stop a god. Yeah. I'm trying to think like that's very too, very convoluted way to try and get it to mm. happen. But there's definitely something to be... Some kind of loophole that you can come up with that Tim Allen wants to shirk responsibility by setting something up where it ends up his son becomes becoming Santa Claus yeah. and him still being alive, but as a human. I like that. How he get that, I don't know. Because I don't think him just giving his jacket to someone is going to be okay. Because doesn't he try that in number one? I want to. Yeah, I, I don't know if he does, but I'm yeah. sure like Santa, the original Santa, has to die. Probably. Yeah. So we'd have to like. Come up with a solution. Mm. Some, where... some kind. Of, I wish I'd seen the escape clause now because I'm sure they touch on it there. So there, the, there is there's some sort of loophole or something mm. like that where you can grab Santa gets you know he's he's, he's, he's flatlining or something exactly. like that exactly, and you, you know, can take whatever. all of the coat off him at that time. Yeah, something happens. Something. So I like his son wearing the jacket, and then it's less about Santa Claus versus Neil and more about. A father versus his adopt, like his stepdad, <laughs> yeah. to protect his real dad, just to hone in on Neil that you're a piece of shit and you'll never be yeah. a good dad. Yes. You'll never be a good dad, and this just fucking proves it, Neil. <laughs> so, what are the other holiday beings mm. that Neil can get the abilities okay. of? You got the Sandman. Oh, yeah. Sends people to sleep. That's a pretty powerful ability. <coughs> You're saying there's Father Time. Father Time. I think that maybe maybe that's... What, no, yeah, no, there is Father Time. Because, like, if he gets time powers... Oh, I know. Like, the Easter Bunny is, like... He doesn't really have any powers. That's just your in into yeah. this, this world of, like... I found a loophole of just getting abilities... Like, because the thing about even Jack Frost, get him a cameo. Yeah, smash shot in the head. Shot in the head. Fucking, you don't even need to show the murder. Just show him like chucking on like Jack Frost's jacket or something. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you got Jack Frost at some oh, point. Oh, oh no, you no. can freeze people now. Because also the time one would be very funny because then it could be like because with Father Time. Because can he go forward and back? In yeah, time? I'm assuming those are the abilities <clears> of Father Time. So then you could do some real fucked up shit because you could make like a deranged Neil. Yeah. at this point. Going back in time and just like making sure that Scott's life is a, is a sister shit and like altering reality and like, you know, going through it all. But because of his 
obsession mm. with Scott almost being his undoing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he because he just can't kill Scott. He needs him to suffer and, and that will end up with his, you know, undoing in the third act kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So there is that our ability to be like you play with it, you know, you're going back in time and then you go forward in time, back in time. How amazing time, to have like, a scene oh, that's just like this, right? Like he goes back in time to at the end of Santa Claus one, mm. Santa Claus is in jail. Okay, because mm-hmm. I don't know, he just is. Because because fucking Scott Calvin, who has a restraining order against him, kidnaps his son at the end of that movie. That's mm-hmm. a crime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a crime. Santa is above the law, he I is. guess. But like, imagine like Santa. He's sitting in the cell, <clears throat> and he's like, "I gotta get out of here." And then just like Neil appears in the cell, and you just have like a full, uninterrupted, maybe three minute long scene of Neil just beating the shit out of Santa. <laughs> Just absolutely wailing on him as Santa's like, why? What is this? Because, like, you're right, Neil wants him to suffer. He's not just going to kill him out, right? Yeah. So he's just, like, almost as just, like, a petty revenge, but, like, not his full revenge, but Mm. just, like, something. Just Mm. like a guy in an Easter Bunny suit with fucking fairy wings. And like a Jack Frost scepter or whatever he has. Exactly. And, and then what a father time, a gape or something. Exactly. Just, just wailing on oh. Santa. And like even just doing shit like it's the wedding to uh, mm. he's the, the mother of um, you know, Scott's kid. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like just crashing the wedding. And like, because scared, like this would be these, these two people have no idea what's going on. And, and he's, he's him just like you know pontificating and doing these speeches and everyone's like, like who are you and then just like smacking Scott with his scepter. You could have a lot of fun with that. You could have a lot of fun messing around with like like the uh, that, that it's almost the end of the second act is is Neil getting mm. huge, Neil getting godlike exactly, and, and that has because back. what's what's kind of cool is that he has to to get all of these holiday abilities. He has to go to where like. Like for instance, you can't you can't just go find Santa. No, you have to wait until it's Christmas Eve and he's on the roof. Yeah, and then you can get him. And the same like if he wants like the Sandman power, so sending people to sleep, he has to like wait in a kid's bedroom yeah. till a kid's about to fall asleep, and then just like quietly kill the Sandman. You know what I mean? So like for those that kind of like whether it be a montage, where whatever. Mm. That would just be like a fun selection of yeah, things of him going be, to because that's that'd be like yeah, roughly around about yeah start, your start second, act. second act. Yeah, yeah is that. Neil amassing power. Mm. And are the helpers also bound to you? Well, yeah. Good. Because now we've got cannon fodder as well. Exactly. Now, now in you this... can have cannon fodder. Oh, my God. You can have like little bunnies versus elves. How good. <laughs> what else would you get? I mean, tooth fairies don't get anything. And I, I don't think Father Time does or mm. the Sandman. Well, the leader of all the holiday beings is Mother Guile. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. So, like, Earth, the woman. Mm. So, if you want to give him... Full on Whoa. god powers. Just use an actual god. <laughs> See, I was thinking you'd have it, but maybe uh, Mother Gaia becomes. No, no, I like this. No, you're right. Yep, cool. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like you'd want maybe the, like the final showdown almost to be Santa Claus and maybe a couple of the others like Mother Gaia. And stuff. Like, no, I kind of want Santa Claus, Tim Allen, yeah. Scott, Calvin. I kind of want to the be on his end of this movie to just be like man, humble human. Versus actual God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think that's... Like, okay, so in like a like a Marvel film, mm-hmm. okay, you have Iron Man versus bad Iron Man. Yeah. That's boring because there's actually... One, I mean, you know who's going to win, but whatever, that's films. But also, it's like it's an even match. Yeah. Or it's like mildly uneven, but it's never like an against... This isn't against all odds. Yeah. 
and in a way, it's like, like it's not it's not Hulk v Abomination. This is this would be like Hulk, Hulk versus just like Hulk v a child with a balloon. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I thought you were going to say a child with polio. For some <laughs> also, that though, it's like, it, but it kind of is like yeah. Um. So like, in, and it's like this like Tim Allen and Tim Allen now. So like. Oh. F- f- how old is Tim Allen? Let's just do a quick age check on. I feel Tim like he's got to be pushing pushing sixty, maybe. Let's find out. Oh, you internet this house. It's so shit. <laughs> oh, it is. Yes, it is trash at my place. So I just googled Tim Allen like about when Jackson asked me, and it's now it's come up. He's nineteen fifty three. Nineteen sixty two. 62-year-old Tim Allen facing, because I think Neil almost represents, like, everything wrong, like, the flaws of Tim Allen or Scott Calvin as a person. Mm. He's a bully, and he's kind of ruined this man's life. Not really through any fault of his own, but it's kind of like... I just googled Judge Reinhold. He does not look well. No? Can I have a see? He's like... Can you see that? Yeah, kind of. No, he doesn't. He mm. doesn't. He looks ill. Mm. <laughs> All the mm. better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, so I, I think you're right. At the mm. end of that th- of that second act, you have to have him like face down Mother Gaia, and you. I, I mean, I don't know how you would make that scene work because she's so powerful, but he, I guess he has like it'd almost be. Here's an idea. Mm. I have killed Father Time. Yeah. Right? So you have Judge Reinhold, Neil. I've killed Father Time. You're Earth. You know what I can do? I can move us, like, basically be threatening, like, I can go forward in time. Mm. Thousand years. Two thousand years. What is your age? How old do you think you can get? A million? Mm. Two million? I'm going to go so much forward in time. You are nothing but dust. And I will stand over you and watch you. I will go through time. And you know what? I'm going to make sure that we speed up that factor. Like, you know, and you can kind of have a bit of a mess. Like, if you want yeah, to have like global warming, that kind of shit, it's like, you know, we're on a brink. Oh, could get, could get preachy this little, this mm, little scene, mm. but we could weave it in so it's not as preachy as, say, like, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, even just the, like, that like, threat of being like, I can go through time and, and twist things so that, you know, we pollute yeah. and ruin you earlier than, you know, we were going Even to, just or, like, you know, like, like that. Like you, how many nuclear bombs have you experienced? Yeah, do you want to experience more? Yeah, like, and like you, I, oh, maybe like I can go through time, and you, 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 you can really fuck with this. Like, like Mother Gaia, time, Father Time lied to you. Father Time, he was holding out. He can see a possibility of endless future. Because I think Father Time is like the 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 male equivalent mm. of Mother Guy. I think they're yeah. I nearly said dating, but maybe. I think they're married in folklore. whatever. And he could be like, I'm going to go forward and I'm going to make sure that like the, this this timeline happens or this timeline happens or this timeline happens. And it's like nuclear holocaust or like, you know, uh, a water world where all the polar ice caps melt. That kind of shit. <laughs> you know? He'll be like, do you want to fuck on water world? You want to fuck on water world? <laughs> I'll water world this shit. I'll, I will water world you so bad. Like, and have him listing off like the possible futures of... Time and Earth yeah. of what could happen, and him being like Father Time knew all this because even having something like having fair, you know, Father Time being really like this really powerful being that he kept it very humble to himself yeah. that even Mother Gaia didn't know him. Like he he made sure that you all were safe 
I won't do that. How good to have that fight with Mother Gaia, not end in a fight, just end in Mother Gaia kneeling down. Yeah. And accepting it. Yeah, and being, and being like, I can make sure that if you kneel down before me and offer yourself, I will ensure that, you know, you, you know Earth survives. Yeah. But if you don't, <laughs> I will make sure that this world is dust and I will still kill you. Just have that ultimatum of being like, I'm fucked if I do and I'm fucked if exactly. I don't. And that's how he gets Mother Gaia's powers. And like, oh, how like amazing to have, like, you know, Scott Calvin somewhere else <clears throat> trying to sort something else out. And it's just like that like moment where like the leaves on all the trees are just starting to like shrivel up. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. And like little trembles. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Like, the game has changed. Yes. And like that that moment where, but like it should kind of take place over the course of a year so that mm. we can hit that point because the undoing is going to be the fact that Neil is bound by now all like, these laws, fucking twenty different yeah. folklores that he has to fit into, and Scott Calvin is now bound by none. Mm. So like there are no rules for Scott Calvin anymore. And like I think that's what would have to give him that upper hand in the in the yeah. end fight. So what's like so I'm loving it. So what's the end fight? The end fight I've always imagined because Neil Neil has to lose, of course. So how does he lose? Well, I always imagined that it would be a very um, because it's I just I always get such a hard on for like a very simple thing, and I don't even mean like oh like like I I like it when a big powerful entity is killed by like. A rock, <laughs> and not even just for like for me. Like it just pleases me. Like I've always yeah. loved the idea of somebody being like um, abducted by aliens and he's on like this huge high tech spaceship, and then they like just snap out of like the mind control and just start wailing on the greys <laughs> and just like like I'm s- bigger than you. Yeah, like Come I'm on. bigger than you. You're really weak. And they're like shit. And he just like picks one up and slams it into the control <laughs> panel, ever running around panicking. So I. I find those really satisfying, like those kind of um, those kind of victories. So I like the idea of Scott Calvin doing it with like a punch. But if you've got a better solution, and I also and I think of course that the reason you should be able to get that punch in mm. is because you have like he's bound by mm. all of these rules. So like um, another thing I always imagined is like in the fight like wherever it would take place. Maybe a shopping mall is kind of a cool end because you've got like mall Santa and it's all set up for Christmas and that kind of thing. Is him just, Tim Allen, just grabbing kids, punching them in the mouths and like teeth fall out. (laughs) And then like Neil has to go and like collect the teeth and give them money because he's bound by that. Or like uh, Tim Allen keeps children awake for like days so that when he goes to fight Neil, Neil has to put them all to sleep one by one. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking that could be a fun, if if not Tim Allen, by just pure happenstance, that during that fight, Neil has to fuck off and just be like, kid lost his t- I'll be back for you. <laughs> yeah. go, come back. Hmm. So that could be kind of fun as well. Yeah, like this this idea that like Neil has almost gone like too deep into mm. the, uh, like the, the holiday curses. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like... They are starting to control him, whereas yeah. before he was controlling. So here's them. an idea, and I think it's already trash. All right, good. Uh, I'm in, but an almost an elder god situation okay. comes into play, where it's just like what Mother Gaia is bound to, and that kind of stuff. So you have like like an elder god almost come in and just rip apart reality, and just be like, or rip through reality, and just like kneel. <laughs> what are you done? <laughs> 
How about um, like like I like that? It, it is a bit trash. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I think I kind of want Neil to win. I, don't, I mean, I mean, not Neil. I kind of want Santa Claus, Tim Allen, to work out the solution. I'm trying to work it out myself because I kind of don't want it. Like an idea would be that he becomes so consumed by all this, he becomes a new Mother Gaia, and he becomes. Yeah, I was imagining like he just starts kind of, rooting into the ground, yeah. and then he kind of gives birth, mm. as in like. Have you seen the fountain? No, the one with Hugh Jackman. Um, so I really liked it. Um, but there's a scene where it's all about the there's like three different storylines all interconnected. Yeah, okay. blah 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 blah, like three different timelines, and they're all trying to find the tree of life. Cool. And there's one of them with the um, conquistador, like mm-hmm. a Spanish dude trying to find the tree of life. Yeah, yeah. And he finds it, and he eats like the like the drinks the water. The fan of youth, he drinks the water. Fan of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he drinks the the water, and he's like, oh, sick. I'm youthful, and he starts de-aging, and then like just a tree just sprouts from him, <laughs> and he becomes this like, tree of life kind of thing. So I kind of like that almost idea, where he he then becomes basically mother guy yeah. or father guy in this but case. The, but the downside of that, though, is that you're like... Neil is incon- um, Scott Calvin's inconsequential. inconsequential. So I like that idea, and him then you know birthing these new mm. embodiments of... You know, Father Time yeah. and the Easter the Bunny, Bunny and that kind of stuff. The Tooth Fairy. And and almost to be like they are they are the quintessential version of that thing. So mm. if you, you the, those contracts, these clauses are gone now. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I but mean, yeah, but it, it does shit in the face of Scott Kelvin. Exactly, exactly. Which I mean you could also, I suppose, have like um Scott Calvin's son, the new Santa Claus, mm-hmm. somehow win the fight because then you've got like a nice sort of um element of like i will be a better santa claus to you tim allen than you ever were to me a little bit okay so somehow have santa claus i don't know i just don't know that they i don't i know a and know a and c, c i don't you know don't b. Have b yeah i know so with c so so yeah so it's scott calvin's son is santa claus mm-hmm. he beats neil and neil is like lying dead or dying or something and that's when tim allen picks up like Mother Gaia or that kind of thing and he becomes Mother Gaia. Mm, yeah. And then he sort of sacrifices himself and creates these other For sure. Because I do love I love the idea of it's like we're starting again. Like this is rebirth, you know what yeah. I mean? Like here we go, we're popping out the quintessential Well that's what the Easter, Easter Bunny, Bunny is. It's like life you know, is all about cycles and yeah, exactly. And that kind it's of a, stuff. He's a fertility yeah. being. And it would be kind of nice actually if the the Easter Bunny one was the one that fucked Neil over. Yeah, because it's the first one he that's, does. That's you what know, I'm it's like Chekhov's Easter Bunny. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was trying to think of something like that. How it is about rebirth mm. and that kind of thing. And maybe like, is there a clause to be like, no, no, the Easter Bunny's only around for a year because that's the Easter Bunny. It <laughs> yeah. dies and it gets reborn again. That would be like very cool if it was just sort of like because every fucking Santa Claus movie is like there was another clause we missed. Yeah, if just sort of like. Neil's like, I don't know, something starts to happen. Maybe he starts to, like, the fur in his arms is falling off and he's like, what is happening? And, like, just Tim Allen pulling out, like, the Easter Bunny claws and he just gets out, like, a ridiculous magnifying glass that gets closer and closer and closer and he's like, no, look here in the lining. You know, every year, birth and rebirth, that's you now. Yeah, something along those lines. But it's so hard to figure out that... What is the downfall of Neil? Yeah, exactly. Like, like how how does because there's ways around it, but they're, they're trash. Mm. And I want almost to be like a father and son. Like this is like just fuck you, stepdads. The movie. Um, <laughs> well, very you funny. You could even have like a like like I mean, because 
What's the lesson that Neil needs to learn? It's a Christmas movie. You learn a lesson. You learn a lesson. And I kind of think the lesson Neil needs to learn is that it it was never the fact that Tim Allen was Santa. Yeah. It was never the fact that, like, Tim Allen was, like, a magical Mm. being. It's kind of more that Tim Allen was just sort of, like, nice. Yeah. And a bit of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So, I mean, you kind of got, like... See, it's a struggle as well because the thing about Neil is that he never really did anything wrong. No, you know what I mean. So yeah, I think it will has to be like a lesson of of almost a humility of being like sometimes these things happen. That's a trash. That's trash. I hate it. It's the worst. Uh, trying to think, even just have, like, like get I don't know, out have of there. Fun. This, is, this is a fucked up situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't need like, have like you know, again, again maybe. You work, you work it. So why did Neil end up becoming like a like a, mm. a, sh- a shit cunt? And it yeah. was because maybe he dedicated too much time to work. Mm. You know that kind of old trope with Christmas things. Yeah, like, even you know, like you a gotta thing where cats it's in like, the cradle it. Yeah, cats yeah. in the cradle, cats in the cradle that shit. You'd be like, he's got to spend time, spend time with the kids, with the kids. And even just like this element <laughs> of like you just you're using the holidays wrong. Like, like because there's this the, Neil. Hates mm. Christmas and he's like, I, 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 don't see the point of it. It's no fun. And he uses. <gasps> there that. you go. Yeah. It's even if you think it's dumb, other yeah. people don't. So just have fun for the sake of everyone else. Have kind a bit of, of respect and just have a good time. Yeah. Enjoy the holidays for what have they a, are. You might not like going to parties, but look, your wife does. Mm. So just go, put on a smile, and have a fun for her. So how do we? How do we? Mm. Have him learn that message that you just have to enjoy holidays for what they are. Because, like... <laughs> hmm. Even Neil dying as the Easter Bunny, there's an element of he's like, well, it's done, and I've just got to accept the fact that this yeah. is, like, because, the, the laws I'm yeah. bound by. Sort of. I mean, we, we trash that idea. Yeah, okay. And because then he uh, maybe what he has to do... Is he learns that lesson and then he be you almost want to redeem him, but he needs to sacrifice himself by redeeming himself. Yeah, like he can't live. Does that no. makes sense. He's yeah, already, no, he's already done too much damage. He can't redeem himself. Yeah, he's already been a mass murderer of all his holiday exactly. creatures and beings. So one way of doing it is he needs to be able to like realize that he's trash or realize that mm. he's fucked up and it's it sort of he's become this embittered person and he needs to be like okay, giving up everything. What about like shedding his like yeah well like well, shedding his skin say. in a sense but like shedding parts of him that are different characters. What if what if like so then, like yeah. Tim Allen's son as mm. Santa Claus like fucking Neil Gaia mm. just fucking decimates <clears throat> Tim Allen. Tim all Allen right. comes in and he's like, all right, nobody else can do this. It's Christmas, so Santa Claus has to do Christmas, mm-hmm. and I'm here and I'm gonna me Tim Allen. I'm gonna take you down, Neil. Calm the fuck down, and Neil just like. Reaches out a planty, tenderly arm and slams him into the ground. Fucking pours Sandman sand down his throat. Yeah. Knocks him unconscious. Freezes him. Freezes him. Fucks him up. <laughs> and then Santa Claus, Tim Allen's son, comes in and he's just like super concerned about Tim Allen. He's just like, Dad, fuck. I've got to. Yeah. And instead of there being like a fight between Neil and new Santa, Neil just like breaking down and being like, why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? 
Yep, I've got another way of making like the Santa Claus. If you yeah. just tuck another clause there and be like, if you want to pass it on to your child, oh, you yeah. can do it. So there we go. There we don't there have to we like, go. Don't have to do any kind of like you know weird, weird like heart stopping drugs. drugs. Yeah. So there we go. That's like a little clause somewhere. Yeah, good. You know? like, like an offset, like legacy clause. Good. Legacy clause. Yeah, it's it's done. done. Sort it out. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. so just like this idea that it just is like this. I'm imagining this scene in like a shopping mall. Big crowd of like just shoppers, holiday shoppers. Everybody's in set like Christmas gear as yeah. like this giant twisted mother guy with like fairy wings, like an evil tree being with, <laughs> with Neil's Judge Reinhold's face, <laughs> and like Santa just being like, get, kind of just explaining that message to him, being like, the reason that I never loved you is because you. Like, you never had any respect for the things that I loved. You know what yeah, I mean? It was always by your rule. Exactly. It was never about give or take. It I was a child. Yeah. I was a child of five. And you sent me to a psychiatrist because I believed in Santa. And yeah. then Neil having that moment of like, oh. oh, holy shit. And I love that idea of him just being like, takes off the fairy wings and just gives oh. them to like a woman in the crowd. I was going to say, or... Using Father Time's powers and then just goes, oh, no, no, that's almost like it's always a dream, but like he'd go back in time and mm. right his wrongs. But yeah, you're right. You I, could just. I be... think just him taking off his wings and being like, and handing them to a woman who's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking off like his this and that and mm. that, and then just remaining like Mother Gaia is all he has left. And then, yeah, maybe just like exploding into. Yeah, sex out. You know some what? shit. Yeah, some shit. Flowers. Yeah, I don't know. Good. Like some sort of self-sacrifice there. Yeah, exactly. All right. And then... And oh, no, Mother Gaia, because life, yeah? Yeah. Giving life to Tim Allen. And oh, Tim Allen yeah. now becomes... The new mother. Alan Gaia. Yes. <laughs> Scott Gaia. Scott Gaia. Scott Gaia Calvin. <laughs> Santa Claus for the Revenge Clause. There you go. The perfect the holiday perfect movie. perfect holiday movie. Merry goddamn Christmas. Hey, there's a lot to love in there. There's a lot of good things. Uh, and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I hope you've had an amazing Christmas. I think it's actually Christmas today when yep. this comes out. Uh, as we mentioned last week, Movie Maintenance is taking a little bit of a uh, hiatus, a little bit of a break while we sort of sort things out and that kind of stuff. So we will return next year bigger and stronger than ever. Um, more powerful more powerful uh, uh, but in the meantime uh, check out all other great shows we've got you know, Shut Up a Second it's mm-hmm. like a hundred plus episodes you got going a lot strong. to listen to uh, Plumbing the Death Star is actually almost at uh, episode 100 soon um, and we've also got like, the, the more recently launched It's Just Good Business and, and that's me just, my dad dad yeah. had a little cameo on this one he did do you want more of that yeah <laughs> uh, and we've also got D&D is for Nerds yeah. and that's just finished it's um, so just be finishing season one actually so a perfect time to jump on to uh, D&D is for Nerds uh, so if you like our stuff, I mean, remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It really helps um, get our name out there and, and, and we can do more fun stuff. So For sure. you guys have a Merry Christmas and Embra- Happy New Year. Embrace it with Embrace, all of the innocence and joy enjoy, of a 90s Christmas film. Oh, it'd be amazing. You see Christmas lights, they'll be like, oh, look at you spending money. Be like, that's no, just that's fucking just beautiful. lovely. This is beautiful. Merry Christmas. Eat Merry a Christmas, Christmas. ham. Wear oh a Santa God. hat. Yes, have some turkey. A sheet. You got one, uh, one day a year where yeah. you can wear a Santa hat and a stupid sweater. And that's today. Fucking do it. Have a goddamn Merry Christmas. You dirtbags.
If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 